Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. Here's your host, Dan Witham. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to our uh, Old Men Know Stuff podcast, episode number 29. And I have the very lovely, very talented Mrs. Sheila with me. Hello, and Happy New Year to everyone. Amen. This is the first Wednesday, dropping on the first Wednesday of the new year, 2024. Um, We don't often say this, but uh, a couple things. Housekeeping, if you enjoy this podcast or if it resonates in your spirit and you want it to resonate somebody else uh, for the Lord, um, please share it with a friend. And also, uh, we're on, tell them we're on Apple, Spotify, we're on um, uh, Google, Amazon, uh, also on our Old Men No Stuff YouTube channel. If you want to see us, Old Men No Stuff YouTube channel, or email us. We'd love to hear you at uh, email to you, Dan at oldmennostuff.com. I'd love to hear from them. I'd love to hear that from them. Great. We'd appreciate the encouragement. The um, the, the podcast uh, today is titled uh, Pressing On. I felt it was real important here at the beginning of the year. Last podcast, uh, the precursor to this, was All That Glitters Is Not Gold. And I wanted all of our listeners, Sheila, to uh, um, take inventory before they look forward to this new year, 2024. Now, I want them to take inventory of what they felt they could have done better, what was wrong. And I think that was important before they can look forward. Absolutely. I think it's it's essential that we we look look back at what, yeah, what worked, what didn't work. And, you know, one thing, I, as, as you were saying that I thought about is we're moving forward into the new year and we're making our plans and setting our goals and we want to do this and we want to accomplish that. I think we have to stop and make sure that we um, consult with the Lord. You know, is that what does he want for us in the new year? And that's one thing I think is really important for all of us to do it at this point. Before we can start wishing for new beginnings, wishing for a new start on our career, wishing for new money, we need to take inventory of where we've been so we don't repeat that so that we can grow in the Lord. Absolutely. And ask the Lord where he wants us to go and what his plans are for us. But uh, Peter Pan and his wand aren't going to necessarily come along, swoop along and tap you on your head and, uh, and something good happening to you today or soon. Uh, you have to do something. And uh, I believe you have to internally uh, press forward, press on in your character uh, to achieve what uh, the Lord wants. There's nothing more precious, Sheila, I think you'll agree, more precious than knowing uh, God greater and his spirit um, and the blood of the Lamb uh, here at the start of this year. Nothing more precious than that. We're about to read it out of Philippians 3. You want me to read now? Not yet, but okay. I think you'll no, agree with one hundred percent. Of course, there is nothing. There is nothing greater. More that's precious. the greatest goal of twenty twenty four for all of the people listening, is to know Him more. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I want you to read. So, turn with me if you would. Go to Philippians chapter three. Probably, in my opinion, which I don't know how much that counts, um, in the entirety of the Bible all 66 books. Uh, This is one of the great chapters on knowing the Lord and pressing on in Him because it comes from a person that uh, was pressed on 
by the Lord uh, to the degrees that we're about to discuss. So, uh, Sheila, why don't you take it away on Ephesians, um, excuse me, Philippians 3, uh, chapters uh, 3, verses 5 and 6. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. So what Paul's saying to us there is that he thought he was all that in a bag of chips, and he was. He uh, stood there and held the uh, robe of Stephen when Stephen was stoned. He uh, um, killed and martyred Christians out of the gate. He had, he had no equal in the Jewish world of that hour. He was somebody. And wouldn't you know that the Lord uh, chose him uh, who thought he was somebody. Hope that resonates with somebody right now. Uh, he had an encounter. He's on his road on the road to Damascus, Syria, in Acts chapter five, uh, Acts chapter nine, verse five. He had a little life-changing encounter with the Lord, and he he gets blinded by the light, knocked off his donkey on his way to Damascus to kill more Christians and imprison them. And he had a, he had a little conversation with the Lord, and the Lord said to him, "Hey, Paul. Hey, Billy Bob. Hey, Susie Q." It's a little hard for you to kick against the pricks if you want to get to where you want to get to in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite a, it's quite a word. And, and I think that uh, sometimes when we feel like we're pressing into a, uh, a wall in front of us, we need to stop and uh, hear what the Holy Spirit has to say and what he wants us to fix here at the beginning of 2024. So Paul's blinded uh, by the light. Uh, and the Lord knows how to get uh, Paul's attention and your attention. And uh, But he was about to become a, a lifelong worst nightmare for the enemy, for the devil. Uh, the devil never dealt with anybody uh, past, present, and um, probably future like the Apostle Paul. Paul spent the next three years, Sheila, on the backside of the desert, uh, I, sa I said he was registered and enrolled at the uh, University of the Holy Spirit. And, and, he, and, and he was impregnated with things. He went to the third heaven. This is the same Paul. Remember that he thought, oh, he thought he was all that in a bag of chips. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. He could do whatever he wanted to do. He could come and go. He was a big deal. And God chose a big deal to a humble, lower, blind him, and impregnate him with a brand new career, a brand new purpose, a brand new calling. He was a big deal in his own eyes. And he was a big deal in Jerusalem. He was um, vice president, uh, head of the Senate, whatever you want to call it. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, knew the law as touching the law. We just read he had no equal, but uh, he threw all that away and uh, became full of someone else, the Lord Jesus Christ. And he had to press in on that new calling. That's what I wanted to bring out. Go ahead, pick it up on verse seven. But what things were gained to me that I counted lost for Christ? Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, 
and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness, which is of God by faith. So Paul's pressing on now. He's got a new calling here at the new at the start of this new year. Maybe you do too. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to take your calling that God's called you to do. And the whole this whole episode is about pressing on with what he's called you to do. Uh, perhaps it's new. So Paul's pressing on in his new calling, and he's, he's repurposed his life. Uh, the, the characteristics, it's almost like Peter, the characteristics where Peter was strong in the Lord and wanted to chop off the, the, the uh, servant's ear, the, that same Peter became the bold Peter that stood in 5,000 people were saved right after Pentecost. This Paul uh, refused to quit. He refused, and he pressed on, and he went to Jerusalem, and he he won over the the apostles. Hey, this is the same guy that was chasing us. Now he wants to be part of us. Uh, he stood up to Peter. Peter was saying that uh, you know, the new in the, even in the New Testament, uh, you still had to follow the law, and uh, Paul said, no, no, I'm standing up to that. He took two missionary journeys and wrote all the letters in your Bible that you read uh, from Romans and Hebrews and the churches of Galatia and Ephesus and Colossians, uh, Corinthians, Thessalonians, and now as we read from uh, Philippians, uh, Paul was a Bubba as he pressed on. Pick it up, Sheila, with verse 10. Before I do, I just want to say, so it's at this point that he said, hey, it's he surrendered himself truly to the Lord. He said, it's not about me. It's not my own righteousness. It is my righteousness found in Christ Jesus. And that's what empowered him to do and receive everything that he did from the Holy Spirit. Correct. Um, verse 10, mm -hmm. that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conform con conformable. I got it. Being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained either, or here we pick up, not as though I had already attained either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Well, wait a second. Let's stop right there. One of the great verses in the Bible, in my opinion. Paul is pressing on with all he's got everywhere, and he wants to know, uh, he, he says, I want to be apprehended <laughs> for which I'm already apprehended. That's, ama that's an amazing statement. I want it to resonate for a second. I want to, I, I've given away all this. I'm no longer a Pharisee of the Pharisees. I was on the backside of the desert in, for the University of the Holy Spirit. I've stood in the gap against the apostles and Peter and I wrote letters and there'd be no churches without me. But wait a second, I'm still supposed to try to apprehend that which I'm already apprehended. Does that mean anything to you? Well, I mean, I think it simply means that he's not content where he is. He wants more of God. He wants the Lord to apprehend him and take over you know, his, his being completely so that he's living for Christ every day, not for himself. So he wants to press on. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. How about you today? You want to press on with what God's called you to do? Perhaps uh, he's called you to be a mom. 
Press on with your children. Perhaps he's called you to be a dad. Press on with uh, the occupation that he's given you for your family. Press on with uh, knowing Christ, leading your family to church. How about a new year starting a new, a new, leading your family to church, to read the gospel, to know more of this Lord that we speak of. So Paul's pressing on, and uh, we read about it in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11. We hear that uh, Paul's, Paul says, as I've been pressing on, I've had these things happen to me. I've been jailed more than once. I've been at death's door. I've been flogged five times by the Jews. Oh, come on, Paul, just quit. That's enough. You've done enough. No, I'm not. I'm pressing on. I've been stoned once. I've been shipwrecked three times. I've fended off with robbers. I've had hard days and lonely nights. Uh, on top of that, the care and the anxieties that I have go through of the churches that I'm starting to start from infancy because I see the future. I see what the gospel could do, and I can't let anything stop me. I've got to press on because I've been to the third heaven and I've seen things that aren't even lawful to talk about and, 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 and speak of. Uh, that's why Paul pressed on. And I believe the Holy Spirit is whispering uh, right now to many of those uh, watching and listening, Sheila, uh, that uh, what's their purpose? What's their assignment? What's your assignment? What's your purpose? Are you really pressing on? Have you committed not to just, I want something new and hope a Peter Pan wand comes along and, and doinks you? Are you internally pressing on to what God's put you on the earth to do? And, and as you mentioned, um, starting new things like going to church every Sunday, making that a priority, it's so strong on my heart with, you know, with family to to speak to moms and dads, because, guys, if you don't make going to church a priority, if you don't make God a priority. If you don't make him a priority, your children won't. And one day you'll look upon that and you're like, wow, because one day you're not going to be there and they're going to need him. They're going to need him when he's the only thing that can, the only person that that will be there for them. And if you don't teach them that at a young age and now and you don't make him a priority when you're not there one day, they're not going to make him a priority. So I just think it's so important that um, especially as parents that we we press into God and that we teach our children to do that, that we are an example for them. Because if we don't make him a priority and pursue him and seek him, our children certainly aren't going to do that. So every day counts that God's given you breath. Uh, make the most of it. Press on. Sheila, uh, pick it up on uh, Philippians uh, chapter 3, the last two verses, 13 and 14. I want to hear you read to our listeners and viewers what did Paul learn as he pressed on? Uh, the high calling of God. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high, of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So this Pharisee of the Pharisees, the Mac Daddy in Jerusalem, on his way to, to kill more Christians, imprison more Christians, 
three years on the backside of the desert, learning the in the role in the University of the Holy Spirit, fought uh, his way through the apostles, the legal, lawful doctrines of the hour to this new doctrine that we now uh, are blessed by. Uh, Paul pressed on because he saw this finish line, uh, and this finish line was that he forgot uh, his past. So as we start this year of 2024, you don't have a past. You forget about it. You can't do anything about it. But you press on. You press forward. Where? You press toward the mark. What mark? The Lord Jesus Christ and his doctrine, his words, the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding. That's what you press on toward. And his specific calling for your life. Absolutely. That's the mark. So you forget the things in the past as we start this year, 2024. They're gone. You can make new resolutions and you press on toward the mark of those and the Lord Jesus Christ to help you get there. It's pretty simple. It is. It is. If we just do it, it is simple. The gospel is simple. So we get back to what's your purpose this year? What's your assignment this year? What are you passionate about in 24? I thought of this slogan, there's more in 24. I thought that was good. That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) But I trust you'll walk in it with all you got. Walk in it with all you got. And uh, I have to ask you, will you press on? Will you press on? Will you make that decision to press on your gifts, your talents, your callings? Uh, Only you can do it. Peter Pan's not going to come along with a wand. And uh, don't stop now. The finish line is too close in sight. Don't stop. Uh, In this hour, the finish line is fast approaching. We thank you for being with us today. Do we want to pray for salvation? Sure, always. Let's do that. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word, uh, not only for those that know you to press on, but for those that don't know you right now to press on and press into you. Um, They're saved, Lord, because of the blood that you shed on the cross. And all they need to do is say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my past. You've wiped them out through your blood. I trust in that you, since your father resurrected you from that grave, you sit at the right hand of the father in heaven right now, uh, praying for me and that your blood covers every one of my sins. And I'm a new creature in Jesus Christ. And if you believe in that in your heart, welcome to the family of God. Amen. Thank you for being with us on Old Men Know Stuff. Uh, this is episode 29. Uh, press on, my friend. Press on. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Old Men Know Stuff. For more information, go to oldmennowstuff.com.